1: Puss, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Down Low on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Down Low, another Saturday morning, and we have got a big weekend of racing ahead of us as I welcome Chris Nelson, my offsider. To if, the mic. If you thought last week was big, Sam, well, this week's even bigger. It's going to be huge, isn't it? Is it is too. And Massive. Uh, it's bro. obviously down south. The yeah. uh, the big races are revving up down in Melbourne and, and, and Sydney, but uh, uh, we've still got plenty of racing uh, around the place in Queensland. And Toowoomba. He's going to have a weekend a off. A week off. No, no uh, Saturday night races, but we've got Dolby. The new market's on at Dolby, and I've done a few tips for Dolby today. Uh, we're going to have a chat to Olivia Cans, who has recently made the move from Mackay to Bow Desert. She's got a few runners at uh, at uh, Dolby today, a few nice runners. Isabella Rab-Jones. Now, Bella has pulled the pin on her race riding career, and uh, Chris-O, like... I always stay in my lane with punters, mate, and, and you always sort of – Well, you choose the guest for punters, mate, and I choose the guest for darling download. But you were on the front foot when you read this article about Bella Rap Jones. You said, we need her on.
0: Well, I just thought, you know, you might want to get in contact with her. That's all. Just trying to help. Wasn't trying to um, step step on any toes. We love it. We love
1: it. We love it. So, uh,
0: no, but uh, really looking forward to speaking to Bella because she's had some concussion issues and she's had to give it away, which is a shame, isn't
1: it? It is a real shame, and it's something that uh, it's, you know, uh, we really... um, once upon a time, jockeys would have a fall, whack their head, and they'd go out and ride in the next race, Chris. Oh no, it's, it's, just it's not right. No, and, uh, you know, it's been well documented in football and lots yep. of other sports, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's catching up with them, you know, in the latter part of their – you know, in the second stage of their life or, or at some point in their yep. life that when they've had uh, significant head injuries, which is uh, – it's always a bit of a concern. It's like a lot of things, isn't it? That you, you, you can absorb them when you're younger, but when you get older, they
0: – like. Skin cancers one and yeah. there are lots of others too that, the, you know, that doesn't matter when you're young,
1: no problems at all. But when you're older. Toowoomba horses this week, uh, I tell you what, they've had a bit of a presence, Ipswich on Thursday. We saw yeah. Zadig win for the Curry camp. It was well backed. Pearls and Pims got the money for Rex Lip and Nick Hahn. Down the barrel for Keddy Jones, the superstar. He got the money in uh, the lucky last of this switch. What about this one? Last Sunday at the oh. sunny coast. The Darling Downs very own Kevin Kemp, he fronts up with Kenji Yoshida and just goes bang with Mashani choice at thirty four dollars. If you don't mind, how did that win? He loves. He, I tell you what, he loves having something on them too, Good Kevin Kemp. He, he dead set. He would have taken Jude for the Chinese <laughs> on Sunday night. That that is. Oh, there's no doubt about that. He loves. Uh, he loves the Chinese dish and. Durbin on Saturday, burnished gold, got the money uh, for Rex Slip and Nick Hahn uh, at eleven dollars. Paid well, did pay very well. It was a tricky race that, and uh, the result proved it. Uh, you found it a bit uh, a bit tough last weekend. Yeah, yeah, last weekend was a bit tough.
0: Uh, Toowoomba was okay. We had uh, we had a couple of winners there, Sammy. Short but sweet. Yeah, that uh, one in the first race, uh, I think, is one we need to follow. Now you're going to ask me the name of it now, and I've closed up my spreadsheet because we had it on our, um, we had it in our uh, in our tipping thing with JD. It was called Russian Alliance. Uh, very impressive. And I tell you what, in a bit of trouble at the gates, I thought they might scratch it.
1: Another for Kevin Kemp. Let's yeah. get our first break out of the way, and we'll be back on the other side. We're going to have a chat to Ballerab junk. Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SCN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. Chris-O. Yes. Sad news uh, during the week. Something that you alerted me to was someone who we've had on The Darling Download before, and that is Bella Jones or Isabella Jones. Uh, uh, and... She's going to finish up riding.
0: Well, yes, uh, I believe uh, concussions has a lot to do with that. Reading uh, reading the story early uh, this week, that is the reason that uh, Bella's had to give it away. But you know what, Sammy? It's always best to get it straight from the horse's mouth.
1: Is that right? I think so. I think so. Bella, welcome to the Darling Down Low. And yeah, what what is behind this uh, sad news?
2: Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Um yeah, as you exactly as you said, concussions um, you know, I've had a minimum of six probably in the last five, six years, um, and three of those in which have been in six months. Um, I had a MRI uh, two head knocks ago, and there was already signs showing that there's damage being done, um so after my last one, I decided it's time to hang up the boots.
1: Well, well, yeah, and it's—I mean—and it—it can happen so easily. Uh, I know uh, for myself, uh, I—I had—I uh, I rode for for sixteen years. I had some significant head injuries uh, when I was younger, um, twenty-one and, and twenty-two, and and then uh, later on in life, and then obviously uh, the fall that finished my career when I was thirty-two, and had a, a severe head knock. And it's something that is um. You, you know they look at it a lot differently now as opposed to back when I was younger and and um it's something that it's it's really important that you you keep that you know you keep on jockeys keep on top of it, isn't it?
2: yeah, definitely I think through watching um a lot of the footballers and the n r l and all that change their protocols on it all, I think it's become a little bit more um Explained and obviously the knowledge around it's grown and the importance of it. Um, you know, obviously there was that documentary about that I think it's the South Sydney fella uh, Mario who you know put out about concussions and the long-term effects he's had now and what he's suffering from and I think I think it needs to be uh, looked at more upon in racing and there definitely needs to be more um, Sort of awareness about it, especially for apprentices, you know, they're, they're so gun ho and you get a head knock or you fall or track work, race day, whatever, and they're straight back into the next day instead of mm. letting that inflammation calm down. I I myself was one of those, um, you know, we don't want to miss time in the saddle, but I think it is really important that we have something in place that you don't get back on a horse for a week. You know, it's not going to be detrimental to your career, but it will be to your health.
0: Yeah. look, I haven't ridden in a race ever. I've never really ridden a horse. You guys have got all the experience, but I, I just watch from, watch from on the TV and, sometimes to see some of these falls and they just look horrendous and especially the ones where you've got the horse coming from behind and, you know, you, they can land anywhere on you and they're not exactly light. So it's, you know, you, you guys get my vote 100%. It's just such a such a dangerous thing and then jockeys aren't big people that can absorb anything large. They're, they're small by nature, obviously. And yeah, it's uh, it's just such a dangerous sport. You wonder what else we can do to, to, to try to... Um, you know, not have this happen as often. Is there anything? I mean, you you have the crash helmet sort of thing. I don't know you wear the skull caps, but can we do something better with those?
2: Look, I don't think there's anything we can do in terms of that. Our, our helmets are pretty, pretty spectacular. You now I've had a lot, and you know, my helmet didn't even have a mark on it from the other night. And um, they do take them if you fall and hit your head. Your helmet is confiscated, and you get a brand new one under the Racing Queensland scheme as a licensed jockey. They pay for that. Um, which I think is fantastic, um, but I don't think that's the issue. I just think it's, you know, you got to just remember how many you have and there comes a point where you have to go, yay or nay, is this, you know, going to be worth it in the end? Um, you know, some people have more than others. Like myself, I've had a lot more than most. Um, I seem to be a lot heavier in the head, and seem to always fall on it. But big um, brains, I mean, big brains. That's why I never have that problem. Yeah, big brains. I'm, I'm just a smart cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what's important, actually, and I did read about it. Um, it used to be done a lot of many years ago before my time. Is teaching apprentices how to fall, because that is a really big thing. A lot of us, it's not taught much anymore, but that is really important. And women opposed to men. You know, not in a sexist way, but men fall a lot better than women. They tuck themselves under where we seem to not. And I don't know if that's due to our anatomy or anything like that, but I have read up on it. So I think in apprentice schools, if we can implement something that teaches you how to fall, which you don't want to, but I think it's really important that we learn a correct way of tucking ourselves into to save our heads from taking the brunt of a fall if you go overboard.
1: On a more positive note, uh, Bella, let's let's talk about your career and and uh, you know in the short time uh, racing was really good to you.
2: Yeah, it was. I've had some ups and downs, but I think every jockey has. Um, you know, the downs are certainly pretty low, and I've had some really really tough times. But I came back and I completed everything I wanted to and achieved everything I set out to and. The last thing I said to myself was I've proved to myself that I could do this. And for the last year, all I cared about was proving to everyone else I could do this. And I think that was the changing moment where I've gone, I can give up now because for once I've actually said I proved it to myself.
0: Well, I think that's a fair call. You've ridden 111 winners at a strike rate of 18%. That's that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, look, I'm happy to go out on that, to be honest. And happy to go out with one and only Saturday winner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tears of Love, no, Princess. Yeah. Tears Look, of Love. That's right. Yeah, sorry.
2: Yeah, and you know, I, I'm I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones. There's so many apprentices that don't ever reach that level, and I did. So I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for the people around me, especially Matt and Kate, my manager Greer. Like I just had such an incredible team behind me, which really helped me achieve that, and I am really proud of what I did.
1: And I think um, it's you know uh, you, you as you say you're really proud of what you did. It's it's uh, great to look back and and sort of go through the journey and think, gee, I've I've fit a lot. I've been able to fit a lot into a short amount of time.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, I had some time away. I, I went through a really um, hard period, which not a lot of people know the story behind tears of love everyone knows that he's important to me and everyone's seen me cry on sky racing um but no one actually knows why um you know basically in in short terms that horse saved my life like in a literal way um i was in a really bad place and to not many people's knowledge but i think it probably should come up um, as a discussion for apprentices as i was Um, hurt and I was on pain meds and I got heavily addicted Um, and to a point where I was down and out really, really depressed and if it wasn't for Matt and for that horse I don't know where I'd be and um, yeah, as you can see it's still quite emotional what that horse meant to me.
0: Yeah, it is very
2: emotional. Yeah, that's why I think people don't understand why he's so special.
1: And Matt and Kate are uh, they're, they're great people, and obviously, uh, you know, they're, they're terrific trainers. Do a great job. The whole family do a great job with their team, but they're, they're great people also.
2: Oh, they're just down to earth, typical Aussie Aussie people. You know, they um their family, their staff, their family, their horses are their everything. Um, yeah, I. I wouldn't be anywhere without them and you know to me they're mum and dad you know like that's what I call them and their their son Will he's he's like a brother to me and you know they're the family I have in Toowoomba and I'm so grateful like I don't think words could describe how grateful I am for that stable and for them.
0: Now going forward do do you are you still trying or do you want to hang around the racing industry or are you going to make a clean break completely?
2: Yeah look I still ride track work I've been approved to continue riding track work and I have thought about getting my dual license and having a little horse of my own. Yeah. Um, that's a bit down the track, but, um, actually due to, because of racing, I suppose, and you know, we all know it's such a tight knit community, which can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing, but the good side of it is I actually rode a winner for a family, um, the Eureka stud, which we all know about. Um, and through that I met Jordan McAlpine, um, who owns Edward Saddleworld down here in Toowoomba, um, just off the track there? And she was the first person to jump up and give me a job, and yeah, so I'm now working at Edward Saddleworld, um, you know, which is good because it's still within the horses. I've got knowledge of my show riding, I've got knowledge of racing, so yeah, I'm really enjoying it and getting to talk to people. Like cause us jockeys, that's one thing we're good at. We're good at talking to people, so. I definitely think it's a suitable fit and, um, there's a lot of career growth here and she's really, um, putting in a lot of work to teach me a lot of different things. So, um, yeah, I'm grateful for racing for that as well. Otherwise I would never have met her and I probably wouldn't have this option.
0: Now, what was the name of the saddle world shop again?
2: Edward saddle world.
0: Okay. Everyone do yourselves a favor. If you need anything horse related, (laughs) get down to Edward saddle world And, and Sammy, it's, uh, it's amazing you go into shops these days. You talk to people, and they have no idea what they're talking about. That's not going to happen at Edwards saddle
1: World. Not no at, way, no. Not at all. And and uh, <laughs> it's funny. I was just thinking, uh, you know, uh, as I, you know, for for uh, uh, for a girl walking into a saddle shop, well, for any gender, it's, uh, I'm not singling out just girls, but it's, <laughs> it, it's, uh, uh, well, it, girls are always good at shopping, though. they've, yes. they've, they've really got it over us, smart blokes, yes. at shopping and. And uh, I think walking into a into a saddle shop, uh, it's uh, yeah, well, it's like a, a kid in a candy store, isn't it, Bella?
2: Oh yeah, look, not going to lie, my paycheck's probably going to go every week. Um, <laughs> you know, my partner's got horses at the track there, and he's already got new stuff on his horses. And um, God forbid if I do get my own one. So.
1: <laughs> and with that, um, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you do you have horses um, you know, pleasure ponies? Do you do you ride horses outside um, you know, being involved in horse racing?
2: I don't. Um, but as I said my partner's got um uh, one there and I'm I'm hoping he retires soon, but with the way he goes, there's definitely no hope of that, which is uh Zuma California. We oh, all yeah. know him. Yep. Pretty pretty black horse, so I'm holding him out for that, but um <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be waiting a while.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be retiring him anytime soon. He's certainly got a lot of racing (laughs) left in him, I would have thought.
2: Yeah, but he's definitely going to be my show horse once he's done.
0: Now, not surprisingly, you've ridden most winners at Toowoomba. Is that your favourite track or was that your favourite track?
2: Definitely not. No, <laughs> it, it scares the hell out
1: of this me. This is the Darling Dello. <laughs> this oh, no. is the Darling Dello. about Can we just, just beep that out? This is can, the second. To be honest, that said this.
0: To, no, we'd rather you be honest.
1: <laughs> to be completely honest,
2: um, Warwick. Warwick has my heart. I'm the Warwick Cup winner, and on the same day, I did oh, hear it with wow. Jazzy Cornish in in the Warwick New Market. Um, Tears of love. It was the Warwick Cup, so yeah, that's that's my favourite place. What? I love Warwick. What? I love the atmosphere. Um, I love the crowd, the trainers there, the
0: horses, and I love the track. So, what is it about Toowoomba that's? Uh, I mean, um, we love the Toowoomba track, but we uphill, don't ride on downhill. it. Is it uphill, downhill, <laughs> round corners? Is, is it is it just a bit terrifying at times?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> You know, you've got no. You know, you're under lights. You first sometimes you have got horses that have never been under lights. You have got first starter under lights, which is you know how I fell. Um, and she, then you've got the uphill, the downhill, and then you add that 1,800-metre start to it, which is just after the wedding post, So you're down <laughs> around the corner, 100-mile-an-hour. Um, yeah, it's terrifying. I do love it. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, this track has really set my career on fire. It was the best thing I ever did was move here, but it's terrifying, but um, I, love, I love the riders up here. You know, I love the female riders. When we're all in that room together, they're a great bunch of girls. Yeah. Um, same as the male riders, they're great. And um, full credits to stewards, Clayton Warren, he does a really good job up there. And even the track maintenance, all of that, um, the barrier boys, they're just fantastic. They are a great bunch of blokes and they do their best every week to look after us as well as the pony riders. So I'm grateful for that because it still has that country atmosphere and um, you have a lot of fun there on a Saturday night, but it can be <laughs> hair-raising at times.
0: Now, you raised a, an interesting... You made an interesting comment there about first time under lights. Do some horses not mm. handle racing under lights?
2: No. No, it, it can be very daunting, even though people say they work under lights and whatever, but you bring them to a dim- different atmosphere under race pressure, and it can be quite intimidating for youngsters. You know, you've got, not only that, you've got the crowd added to it, and you know, at Toowoomba down the straight, you got the big TV, which had, you know, under yeah. lights is a lot brighter than your daytime. Um, you got all of that going on. Um, I personally don't believe two-year-olds or, well, especially two-year-olds. We'll go with the two-year-olds should be starting under lights. You know, the race should probably be your first race. I understand betting and all that comes into it, yeah. But from a safety perspective, I feel like that should be the first race of the day. But at the end of the day, they have all out there and they've all got to do the same job and they've all got to learn to be racehorses under lights or not under lights. So I do understand that perspective as well, but I think yeah. that's one way we could make it safer.
1: Interesting. I've got another excuse there. Well, Bella, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us yeah, uh, this morning on the Darling Download. Well done on, on a great job with your career and, and all the best with the next stage of your life.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Bella. There is Isabella Rab Jones, who has uh, just finished her riding career, but uh, is staying heavily involved in in horse racing. And Chris, I I, I just think. Uh Turning up to riding at Toowoomba every Saturday night would be a dream. Just like, you know, you, you get a roller coaster ride every Saturday night. I
0: mean, it's like going to Movie World each Saturday just night. Embrace just embrace yeah. it. Just
1: embrace it. I think
0: that you should go back and ride there one night. Can we I, do that? I don't think there's a
1: horse strong enough to carry me. <laughs> on that note, we will take a quick break, and we're going to come back on the other side and have a chat to Olivia Cairns. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility, and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SCN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning, and what a big weekend we have ahead of us, and a big day at uh, Dolby today. We've got no races at Toowoomba tonight, so uh, we're still going uh, in that direction, and we're going to go, well, it's there'll be new market day yeah, and, the and the
0: lightning handicap.
1: Yeah, it's uh look, i tell you what, Chris, it's uh, you know that I love getting uh new new punters on or new participants on new guests yeah. on the Darling Download. and I've got one from left field uh this morning and that is uh Olivia Cairns, star trainer from uh, Mackay. Uh, we're normally seeing a uh, winning bags of races uh up the top end of Australia or far far north anyway far north Queensland, but uh or North Queensland, should I say. Uh gee, I've ruined that. But Olivia, <laughs> welcome to the Darling Download. <laughs> <You> Mexican Sammy. <laughs> yeah. I am I am a real Mexican, aren't I?
3: <laughs> Good morning, boys.
1: <laughs> Olivia, now where do we find you? Uh uh you're you're at the school sports. Uh and uh, before when we were talking <laughs> off air as we uh just rang you, uh you were touching on uh you're at a league game, something that Chris and I are <laughs> being Mexicans. We're not familiar with, uh, even though <laughs> even though we've been in Queensland for a few years now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't imagine you kicking the footy around, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm <laughs> was, I'm, um, I'm down at Jim Boomer, Junior League grounds. Yeah, my little boys um, just about to kick off. So
0: Sa- Sammy wants to know: is that in Far North Queensland or Central Queensland or whatever? <laughs> 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 you know. It's
1: Queensland, anyway. <laughs> it's a big it's place. Queensland. It is a big
3: place. Well, I'm actually closer. I'm in southeast Queensland now, but I don't want to confuse you. <laughs> oh.
1: Now, Olivia, it's fair to say that uh, that racing has has been uh, very good to you over your time, and and uh, it's just been your life all the way through.
3: Yeah, pretty well, mate. Um, I was back, a few years back, I um, kicked off. I was an apprentice and. Had a short but successful career and had a terrible fall, and that sort of turned me to training and way I went. Really, yeah.
0: So your first runner I've got down here is 1999. Is that as a trainer or as a jockey? Magic Danny at Townsville.
3: Um, that was as a trainer. Yep. He wasn't my first horse. Um, that was just when I used to have a, a a little string of my own. My first horse was a horse called Nighttime. Gotcha. Um, he he was an unraced. A uh, four-year-old, I think, when I got him, and he went through, and won about, I think, 10, 11 races or something, so, yeah, that's where we kicked off with him, and, yeah, off off I went.
0: So, you're based in Mackay, but you do like to travel around a little bit?
3: Well, I, I was based in Mackay. I've just recently made the move down to Bow Desert. Yep. Um, been here probably about four weeks now, I think. Um, yeah, that's, hence the reason why I'm at Jim Boomba. Rugby league
0: grounds. <laughs> didn't, didn't want to confuse you. <laughs> uh, uh, so Jim Boombas near Bow Desert, Sammy. I'm
1: guessing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's only just up the road. It's only just up the road. I'm, I'm familiar with Jim Boomba. I'm not. Yeah. There's a pub, isn't there on the? Isn't there a pub on the um right on the right hand side of the road? Or as you going to towards Bo Desert now? I'm now I'm probably mixing things up. But anyway, it's it's a good spot, good part of the world, and. Oh, so that's, well, that's been a big move for you, Olivia.
3: Yeah, mate, it's been, it's been massive. Life's been very up in the air the last couple of months with the moving, and as you can imagine, it's not easy. They're not like, you know, dogs that you can just put in the back seat of the car. It was a, a huge effort to move the amount of horses that we had. Um, it wasn't all just, you know, horses in work. There was, you know, young ones and, and mares and a whole, the whole show. So And then a house on top of it and a family, and, yeah, so it's been... Been quite an ordeal, but anyway, we will we will survive.
0: <laughs> so, why the move? What was the reason behind it?
3: A uh, few reasons. Um, travel was a big thing. Uh, like in Mackay, everywhere you go is four hours, and you know we start at three o'clock in the morning, and and you've got to sort of get in the car, drive. You're not getting home until eleven o'clock at night, and then you've got to back up the next day, and it's just sort of yeah. slowly wearing you down. And and like I've got Quade to worry about as well, and. My mum's down here in Canungra, so I also wanted to be closer to her. And I sort of seemed to find myself bringing horses down half a dozen times a year, you know, to you know for the metro races. And if you're here, you're sort of only an hour away, so you know you don't have to go to town every week. You've still got plenty of country and provincial tracks, and you know where you can place your not you know not so great horses. Um, But if you do strike one good enough to go to town, I was only going to be an hour away, so an opportunity come up for me to the move and I, you know I have thought about it for a few years and so I jumped at it and didn't give myself time to think about it otherwise I would have changed my mind and I just went (laughs) just like that.
0: (laughs) But
1: Just on just on uh your career in Mackay it was very good to you.
3: Oh yeah mate I, I can't complain I've been very fortunate you know I've won won a lot of feature races I've had a lot of nice horses um yeah no I can't complain at all I've been very fortunate.
0: Just one other point on, on where you are there at, uh, at Bow Desert. The other advantage is you can hop over the border into New South Wales and it's not that far away from there either.
3: Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And it also brings bobs into it as well. I yep. mean, in in Queensland, we only have cutis up here, but and we often buy a lot of horses, you know, through the the sales down there that are bobs registered. And you know, they're not much used to us up there because it's too far for us to travel. But here, you're only you know a stone throw away, and you can go back that way if if they are bobs registered. So it's another big bonus. Yeah.
1: And Bow Desert being a, a, a it's you know, it's a, a really good uh good horse town, isn't it, you know? Um and and fantastic facilities there that that are a little bit quieter than obviously closer to Brisbane.
2: Yeah,
3: it's 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 great actually, you know, it's very country, very laid back. Um it's it's only an hour from anywhere really. Um you know, Quade goes to a lovely little um Catholic school here that, you know, there's not too many kids that, you know, he's just sort of slotted straight in and there hasn't been any dramas. Mum's only down the road at Canungra, so, you know, it's a lovely spot. Everybody's really friendly. Um, yeah, I haven't had any dramas at all. Very nice.
0: How many horses are in the stable?
3: Uh, there's an 18 at the moment.
0: Yep. And you're looking yep. to build on that?
3: Oh, look, no, I don't, you know, the days of having... 40 horses in work are, are sort of gone, you know, I sort of would like to keep it around the 12 to 20 mark, you know, that way you can sort of handle them. You know, there's no doubt in the world you can do a far better job if you can concentrate on everything instead of all of them, you know, like you get too many, you know, you're only human, you can't you can't do everything every day. Um, so, yeah, I sort of like to keep it around that mark, 12 to 20, and, and I just enjoy it, you know.
1: Olivia, you've been uh, a star at at uh, those uh, Battle of the Bush races, or those races that that have been uh, put on for the for the bush horses, and you've had some great winners uh, over the years.
3: Yeah, no, I've been I've actually been lucky enough to win two of them. I think it's only been going for four years now, and I've I've won two of them. Um, again, you know, nice horses like probably horses that probably you know, could could win in town on the right day, so they were probably above country. Um, racing but um you know if you're willing to take the time and, and plan to get them qualified it's a, it's a very nice race to win. It's a country glorified race really. So um uh, I think it's a great attraction. Um yeah, really good. Really good.
0: This might be a stupid question, but uh is there any chance you'll take any runners back up to central North Queensland at any stage or that's out of the picture now?
3: Oh, I wouldn't say it's out of the picture. Um you know, like every year we used to get Southern Travellers, you know, for your Cups and Cleveland Bays and New yep. and that sort of thing. So I suppose I sort of fall into that category now. I don't think I'd be travelling just for, you know, normal class races. I'd probably only travel for, for feature races. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'd be doing it straight away, but I wouldn't rule it out either. Okay. So see what happens, see what horses you've got at the time.
1: Dolby today, you've got six runners. Uh, Mrs Novak uh, with uh, one of your favourite jockeys on board, Justin Stanley. Good to see. Good to see you uh, supporting Judd, and he, he's a he's a great jockey anywhere he goes, isn't he?
3: Yeah, no. Look, he's he's very underrated. Probably, probably should have been one of the, you know your Brisbane riders, but um, yeah, you know, I, I really don't know why, but. Yeah, he does all right the way he goes. He does a lot of travelling, rides a lot of winners. uh,
1: About
3: all he can do, really.
1: Uh, Do you you give Mrs Novak a hope?
3: uh, Probably not tomorrow, no. It's just just a first start tomorrow. She probably lacks a little bit of experience. Um, But, yeah, we've got to kick off somewhere. So, Justin gets a debut ride.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you've got two runners uh, in race number five. Danawi, who ran third in a poly track, uh, trial at the Gold Coast very recently, and you've also got Roadhouse going around.
3: Yeah, I um, know he did. He trialled very well on Tuesday, um, probably the best he's been going this campaign. <clears throat> so I, I wouldn't rule him out. Um, Paulie Hamblin rode him at Warwick for me a couple of starts back, and um, he handled him really well. So yeah, I think he'll run some sort of a race. Uh, Roadhouse is, yeah, he's, he's quite a nice horse. Um, probably if I had to pick one out of the two of them, it would be,
1: it would be Roadhouse. So,
3: see what happens.
1: And the Dolby Lightning, uh, Mason's Chance, and this is one of those horses that, that won one of those feature races. I think, uh, it was the one, was it the first one back at Doombin? Yeah. Uh, Mason's Chance.
3: Yeah, Roadhouse. he, he won the inaugural, yeah. And, uh, Justin rode him actually. Well, actually Justin's rode both of them. Um, yeah, look, he's been a champion old horse, um, He's, I think he's rising 10 now. Um, He's won about 14 races. Uh, Not too many do that. And um, he's had nearly 119 starts or something. He's still sound. He still loves it. Um, He's just kicking off um, today to first start back from a spell. Um, He trialled on Tuesday at the Gold Coast and just over the 700. And, yeah, it was a nice gallop. Um, Obviously, today's... Probably not his ideal distance, but uh, again, he's got to kick off somewhere too. So it was a nice starting race.
0: And in the big one, the Dolby Newmarket, uh, Dolby and Chinchilla Newmarket, you've got Fire King and a Bay. Now he was another one that won one of those country races, wasn't he? A Bay or ran close? <laughs> yeah, a yeah. Bay. A Bay won it last year. Yeah, that's right.
3: Battle um, of the Bush. Yeah, Justin aboard. Um, He's riding him again today. He's drawn a bit sticky, Mm. um, but that'll be a Judd problem, not Olivia problem. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I'm sure he'll work it out. Um, Yeah, look, he's a nice horse. Um, Yeah, if he gets a bit of luck and gets the right sort of run, it'd be pretty hard to beat.
1: And Fire King?
3: Oh mate, I'd love to have 20 of this little fella. He's just as honest as they come. He's knee high to a grasshopper, but he he's got a a will a will to win sort of unbelievable. You know, he's, I ride him a lot of his work, and he he doesn't feel as small as he you know looks to ride, and, and that's how he races as well. So yeah, I wouldn't rule him out. I don't know that he's a Sort of metropolitan standard horse, he's been to town a couple of times since we've been down here. Hasn't had a lot of luck, um, you know, he got stuck pretty deep last week. Uh, but he's a horse that loves the backup and, um, and loves the fight, so don't rule him out.
1: All right, well, Olivia, best of luck uh, with your move. Fantastic, best of luck uh, today at Dolby, and uh, thanks for joining us on the Darling Down Low. Uh, how's the How's the rugby league going? Uh, uh, just league, well, Sammy. know. Yeah. Oh, just league, just league.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Sammy, because I'm sitting out the back on a pole talking yeah, to you, talking to you. Of watching
0: it. <laughs>
1: I thought it had gone quiet. I'll I'll have
3: to get back to you on that one. (laughs) Yeah, right. uh,
1: Well, best of luck for the weekend.
3: (laughs) All right, mate. Thanks,
1: thanks, Olivia. There is Olivia Cairns, and uh, great to have her on board. uh, And uh, obviously, just moved uh, from Mackay to uh, be now based at Boat Is It. I think she'll do a super job.
0: Mark Braybrook used to pull me up for it every every single week, Sammy. It's either league or it's
1: union. Okay. It's not rugby. It's okay. league or it's union, and I still can't get my head around it. Jeez, I've been here three years or four years, probably. Me and, too, and I. And, and I'm still getting it wrong. Uh, when's the AFL on? Is that on this week? Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, a uh, week
0: Thursday. So uh, not this coming Thursday, the one after Richmond Carlton.
1: Okay. Oh, beauty. Yeah. I'm a blue boy and oh, you're a tiger. You're a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Blues. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back on the other side, it's all about the tips and we'll get JD on the line. Didn't have a great weekend last weekend. He's was, lost his lead. I was okay. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SCN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Down Low, and it is my favourite time of the week, tipping time, and the Aquas tipping superstar is Jonathan Davies, who, J.D., is on the line. And, J.D., we just want to start by saying that uh, a couple of shorties got up at uh, Toowoomba last week. Hmm.
4: Hmm. Yeah, I did notice that. One in the first, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, I saw one in the fourth too. Yeah, it was an impressive win, wasn't it? We were, yeah. we
1: were going to clip you, but yours was a dollar seventy, and ours was a dollar sixty. So, so we've uh, decided not to. <laughs> but anyway, I have come armed with
0: value. This uh, thing before this we go. Oh, yes. We need to update the scores. Yes, and uh, I know why this is Sammy's favourite segment of the week because he's now in front, JD. He's taken over. He's on. T- he two winners gave him six points. He's now on twenty five. You got uh, one winner and a couple of unplaced, unfortunately. You got three points for twenty four, and I got a winner, a second, and unplaced five points for twenty two. So uh, it's getting a little bit tight, but as I keep saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Sounds
1: yeah. Funny? Okay. Well, we we have no to on tonight, so we are going to look at the Dolby meeting on Saturday for our tips, and then uh, Eagle Farm, and then I've gone with Flemington. So Dolby, I have gone race six. Number two, this horse is a favourite of mine, Hidden Eyes for Ducky Baker. Uh, its first up record is good. It's never been to Dolby before, but it's, uh, yeah, it's sharp enough first up and and it's good over this uh, jump and run half mile. So I am hoping that Hidden Eyes salutes here in the lightning stakes or the lightning opening open handicap at Dolby today. <laughs> Well, I, um,
4: I couldn't find one at Dolby, so I've gone to the Gold Coast on the poly. Okay. I've gone race five, number three, a ton of delight. Uh, backed up from last Saturday. Really good run. Um, I think he will be too good for this field.
0: Okay. And I am not going to Dolby either. I'm going Eagle Farm, race seven, number seven,
1: D-Pour, to make it four straight. Oh, there's a few tipping de poor uh, the last couple of days. Okay. Uh, Eagle Farm, I am going at race six, number 11, Trevelyan. You can get this at $11 for Malia Castle and Chris Marr. Uh, this is its race. It's dead. It's got 50 and a half on its back. Uh, this will be winning. But it is Trevelyan. No, he, today's his day. Okay. Today is his day. Right. I'm not doubting you after that Felix
0: the Scat last week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm uh, I
4: am Eagle Farm Race Eight Number One Halal. Oh, last
1: horse. this has so been this point, has been a this has been a big tip in Brisbane uh, right around the place too. So within point two of a length of
4: Animo and the Hobart Bill, and even more recently was only beaten two and a half by that by the same horse. Last preparation, he's had a trial, but apparently he's had two or three jump outs as well last one that he won, I think, earlier this week. So I'd say he'll be ready to go and uh, kick off here with a win and then probably go down to Sydney for a nice race as well. So um, he should be taking care of these.
0: I don't need to add too much because my other tip was Eagle Farm Race 8. Halal, number one oh, wow. He turns up 50% right. He'll brain these, J.D.
1: Well this yeah, is, I agree. This is carrying JD, Chris Nelson, Jack yeah. in the office. I think Pat Welsh is with it. Everybody's with Halal. Wow. Okay.
0: Well, it's okay because Anne Jones takes two off. What price have we got? <laughs> uh, about $2.80, 90
1: I think, okay. last time I checked. Okay. Uh, around the country, I am going to Flemington. You've got to wait all day. Race nine, number seven, Jumbuck. Can't believe this is like $3.80 yesterday. This is... Amazing! It's won its last two. It'll win three in a row. It dead set loves the straight. It'll go up the straight with its eyes closed, and it will win. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm heading
4: west. Ascot race two, number three prawns eleven. Oh. I was even last start when he ran second. It wasn't the best of rides, um, but it you know was drawn barrier eleven draws a soft barrier, small field, and we'll just take care of this.
0: I'm going to Flemington, the Australian Guineas. Race 7, number 14, Attrition for Jamie Carr. Oh, wow. Take on Jackano.
1: Okay. Go. Good stuff. What's the reason?
0: I'm not bagging Jackano, but I just think uh, Attrition's looking for 1,600 metres. I really think it'll be charging at them late. Big track. Yep, big track. Mm.
1: I know. Well, best of luck, JD, and uh, have a ripper weekend. Good luck. cheers, guys. Cheers. There is Jonathan Davies from Aquis, uh, and looking to tip up a storm this weekend. Uh, that is us, uh, just about done and dusted, Chris. Oh, I must say, uh, I like in the Dolby New Market today. I am a big fan of now I've lost my page, but in the New Market, I'm a fan of Jakarma for John Dan
0: had a run, hasn't it, first yeah, it's up? Yeah,
1: had, had, mm. had a run first up. Second up today, gee, I think it'll be well placed. I'm obviously uh, keen on Hidden Eyes in the Lightning. Uh, the Crop Stable, I think they'll have a big presence uh, today at Dolby. And obviously they've got a stable uh, at, at Dolby. And yep. I thought this uh, Calm Seeker looks well placed in race number five. Gets kilo and a half off for Alicia Donald, who's been riding in good form uh and well it's race. city grade isn't it really
0: calm seekers generally performs okay in town
1: yeah yep. and uh one for the gear and camp uh in race eight in the last uh ma baby it's going for three in a row i think it'll do it uh it's gee it's it's just really consistent this horse and you know it's going to turn up and give 110 so it will uh it'll be a super chance today Anything from you, Chris-O?
0: No, nothing for Dolby. I I honestly can tell you, Sam, I didn't do any form for Dolby this week. So I'm not going to, you know, shout out some horse that uh, I might have seen a run six starts ago just for the sake of it. So
1: I will stay right out of Dolby this week. Okay, you'll stay in your lane. I'll stay in my lane, which is what a lot of other people should do. Of course, uh, (laughs) you'll catch Chris-O with the boys on SEN Track Today, Trackside, uh, finding all the winners at uh, Eagle Farm. Thanks for joining us this morning on the Darling Download. We'll be back same time uh, next week. All the best, is.